Oh, uh, welcome. Oh, what was... Did you got some WD-40 or something? Well, you just walked into the room. Oh, so okay. I thought it was you. like... I no, thought it was my spring. door is having trouble. Oh. Yeah. Uh, there it is. There it is again. Is that spring? Springs here. That's yeah, part that's of it. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah, part of it. There's a lot of people Spring going. just opening the door. Right. Yeah. But, Welcome yeah. to another episode of Bored and Annoyed. <laughs> I'm sorry that that, uh, that was kind of distracting. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I'm home at the movies. And I'm Jackson. And this week we're discussing lazy filmmaking. Yeah. Bored and Annoyed. Sounds fun. Sounds fun. Hopefully, Always fun. Hopefully you're not as lazy in editing as some other sound people are that did make you, film. Did you like the uh, the time timestamps last week? Jackson oh, yeah. watched a bunch of shit and I'm not so, going to timestamp this. So on the website, I put like I tried to list what the shit was okay. because people should be able to search to mm, find the shit. Fair enough. I have no idea if I got it all. Okay. <laughs> I have no idea. I, I was lazy in that I didn't go back through and mm. listen to the segment. And, and then put in the timestamps yourself. I could have just done that. Yeah, yeah that's true. Could have. But, but yeah. Could have, would have, should have. That's true. Yeah, you were lazy last week. I was week, lazy last week. <laughs> Although it's like, kind of funny. It's kind of funny. But uh, news. Yeah, Tons news. of news, we right? so much news. The biggest story I think we need to start with, I think it was today, the whole Disney, Disney Fox, Fox thing. Merger. is It's done. Good. It's done. It's over. And I saw that the Russo brothers already basically said, like, yeah, X-Men, Fantastic MCU Four. crossover. It's going, it, like, they're coming. It's coming. Yeah. I mean. It's not saying anything we didn't already know. How fucking awesome, though. That's because the... You, that, well, it just... It, it it completely, like, subsided my worry that, like, okay, well, we're done with this phase. All these cool characters are gone. But they yep. just, like, reloaded with yep. a bunch oh, of new yeah. shit. It's so exciting. <laughs> the second that you're like, mm, I don't know if I can stick around for phase four with Captain Marvel. You're like, no, I'm back on board. Right. Um, but, yeah, they're not, it's not like they're telling us anything new. I That's mean, the bright side, though, is the X-Men Fantastic Four thing. The other downside is Disney controls a huge amount of shit now. I mean, when I first read the story, mm -hmm. I was like, <laughs> but it ended up being okay. <laughs> Whoa. What's going on? Yeah, Are we I, in Star Wars here? No. Uh, older than that. Okay. I mean, you got to go way back. You know, but yes, that's oh, what I always think of. Oh, man. What was that? There was a Star Wars game for N64. They, Shadows of the Empire. Yes. They had they it. They had it they in there. Did. Well, I you have to it. have it. I loved it. I would always try to <laughs> knock people off the edge for that shit. Yeah, they did have that. But uh, yeah, so there's that. And mm -hmm. then what's the what, what do you got next on the queue is level of importance. I'm assuming we're going um, by here. Well, well I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to go by level of importance. I'm just going to tell you something. This this will make you happy. So the uh, Florence Pooh. Yes, from, I saw uh, this. Fighting with your family is now going to be the second female lead in the Black fighting Widow film. Fighting with my family. My family, not fighting Which, with the family. God, it was good. I want to re reiterate again that that movie is fucking good. And how good was she in it? She was great. Okay. Yeah. So I, I'm really, uh, was she good in like the wrestling scenes? Good with the action? Yeah, she was. I mean, there wasn't much of it. Like, okay. It wasn't like crazy type Marvel shit. My only concern would be she looks really young, mm -hmm. but whatever i kind of wonder i always wonder this when they cast like a younger person with a older person i'm wondering either she might be the protege or she could be the young villain that's going to make 
you know, Scarlet yeah, I just don't feel... see. I can't imagine her as a villain, but that might be just because that was such like a feel good movie that right. I saw her in. It, and I have no idea what her range is like. Either. But she's extremely likable, charismatic in that role. Okay. So I would assume that I I have faith that it's cool. a good choice. I there's also a, a uh, there's a second Black Widow character because, you know, there was the whole like uh, Red Room where she was made and there's a tons of Black Widows. There's a second one who's blonde so i'm kind of wondering if they're going to throw her in there as the second black widow yeah that would well, be kind of interesting there you go i don't know yeah we'll why see. not um let's see what else oh the pet cemetery reviews are in yes and it's supposedly good yeah like really good yes, apparently. i know uh i saw it dropped to like a 90 percent mm-hmm. uh, i couldn't help myself on this one when ah! i had to actually like read some of the synop the little the little brief yeah. you know synopsis of the reviews yeah and yeah it sounds like they might have nailed it yeah i don't know although it is funny because one person's like yeah it's bloody and then the other thing i saw was like this is just a bloodless joke of a movie it's like what who the f- i don't understand <laughs> yeah so it's like who do you trust jesus i mean <laughs> that guy only watches old sam raimi movies right I'm, yeah i'm just sitting here and it's like hasn't politicization gone far enough i don't know what's happening and the people can't even see the same movie anymore it's yeah, bloodless it's, true. it's right. bloody god i wonder how true that is though i do it, it's, it's complete it's got to be true yeah but um this one doesn't have me excited too much um sony has a seven-year plan for their marvel movie or their marvel spider-man movie stuff oh so disney doesn't get to save all of marvel yeah they have to not take the venom. Yep. And it's going to be, uh, uh, they're going to do it in movies and in TV as this well. This isn't their first time they've had plans. I know. Yeah. Secret agent Aunt May. Anyone? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Who wants to sign up for that? Well, so there, there's also, did I read correctly that there's some sort of agent venom TV show in the works? I think that might be one of the projects. I, I mean, nothing. But that con- wouldn't be related to Tom Hardy's Venom. I no, would it would be. I, I'd imagine if just so they don't confuse people, they'll probably make that like a cartoon. Okay. Um, have you have you ever heard of Agent? No, Venom? I have no fucking clue what Agent Venom is. It's actually kind of a cool idea. So you got Flash Thompson from the comics. Okay. He goes and joins the military, gets his feet blown off. And the military gives him the Venom symbiote with, like, these pills he has to take to kind of, like, control it. Okay. And so it kind of, like, becomes more militaristic looking. It looks more like a like a deadly SWAT uniform. So so it's not the Venom. It's, it's like a different guy with the symbiote yes. attached to him. Okay. Yes. It sounds kind of cool, though. It's pretty cool. And he gets his feet back, obviously, when he puts the Venom thing on because it just creates fake yeah, feet. Yeah, sure. So, yeah, it was pretty cool. It was, it was a pretty good run. Um, Yeah, what else do we have? Yeah, I don't know about that, though. I don't know. I really don't know. They made a great movie in Spider-Verse and they made a terrible movie in Venom. That is crazy. Like, I can't even put the fact that they made Spider-Verse into, like, perspective and make it make any sense. I have no idea what's going on with them. Um, but yeah, what else? Oh, Kevin Sujihara was fired. The head of Warner Brothers. So DC stuff. Yeah. Possibly. Well, well w- no. What it is is apparently he was seeing a uh, young actress and oh, he had no. a, kind of a, had a, a quid pro quo, uh, you sleep with me. Oh, a little Weinstein type a, deal? A little bit, a little bit. Yeah. So, yeah, he's out. Yeah, he took the position, I believe it was back in 2002, not too long after the Avengers came out. I think it was that fall. And um, 
I think that you can make the argument that Warner Brothers has since 2012 actually gotten worse. I yeah. Mean, I mean, why couldn't you? I mean, I remember at the time people were talking about like the old head. Um, I don't know exactly what happened to him, but it, I think the idea is he was kind of ran out. He was forced to retire, but it wasn't due to any sort of uh, controversies or anything. Okay. And apparently he had magnificent relationships with all these directors. They all were on Warner Brothers because of like, that's why Ben Affleck was there. That's why Christopher Nolan only does Warner Brothers was because of this guy. Sure. And then Kevin Sujihara comes in and, you know, immediately kind of puts in like sort of the Warner Brothers uh, or the Warner Brothers, the DC uh, extended universe idea. And he starts, you know, obviously he started working on the Harry Potter spinoffs. And um, I would say things got a shit ton worse. After They're making he took money over. on those Harry Potter movies, aren't they? They are, but are they good? No, they're not good. I mean, I mean, I I think you could make an argument that the first one was pretty good, but the second one I thought was just a fucking utter pile of shit disaster. I'd say they're both easily on a well, completely lower rung than the Harry Potter any of the Harry Potter movies. So okay, so we're going to see Shazam this weekend. Yeah. Um. If they hit on Shazam, mm-hmm. then they DC is going to be a little little. Their chest is going to be a little puffed up. Yeah, well, because uh, they hit a billion with uh, Aquaman. Which, Thank no. you, everyone. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, no, but but that doesn't matter. I mean, they do this to make money, right? Right. And, and uh, like fan reviews of Aquaman, a lot of people really liked it. Yeah. So. Ah, see, this is where I got to worry, though, because if they do make a good movie in Shazam Mm -hmm. or they make a bad another bad movie that does well. Right. Then they get the oh, well, we're on the right track thought process. Right. I don't think they can roll out movies like that forever. Like Marvel makes has Marvel has when they have like a decent movie, like Mm -hmm. an okay, or, you know, some people might say it's bad, whatever movie like they've got enough like good ones. Yeah. Every couple movies that like keep people from fucking tell them to go fuck themselves, you know, and it offsets the mediocre ones. Right. Whereas like if DC is just going to keep making these mediocre movies, right. People, you know, I don't know how Aquaman did so well, to be honest, because China, China and and, and, and a massive lack of competition in America. That's true. What was out at that time? I can't even remember. It was kind of the. It was like right before like awards season time. Right before dramas and shit. It was the only big action movie. And then you had quite a few weeks between that and then Alita. And then there was even more weeks between. Actually, I think it was Lego movie. A ton of weeks between that and Alita. It was Lego. It was a Lego movie that was sort of the next big release. Okay. You know, and that was, I think, a month later. But yeah, I mean, I think that they suck. I mean. I want Shazam to be good. I'm don't, more hopeful than you. I, I think it looks funny. See, I don't think it looks very good. None of the humor has made me laugh in any of the trailers. Okay. But I want it to be good because if it's good, that just helps comic book movies. Yeah, I would agree. And it looks a little different, dare I say. It has kind of a, you know, like smart ass kids almost feels like big. I was going to say you big took it right out of my mouth. Yeah, big. it's it's big, but right. superheroes, yeah. which I that sounds entertaining I, to me. I love big. I think big is a fantastic movie. <laughs> yeah, if but I'm Tom honest. Hanks isn't playing Shazam. I know that's my thing is like uh, Zachary Levi. That's right. I think yeah. that's his. Name, yeah. yeah, I mean, maybe he's got it. Maybe he doesn't. I don't know. He seems like a really nice guy, though, like overall. Yeah, he like came to the defense of Captain Marvel, which I'm surprised Bree didn't say, look, Sonny, 
I don't need oh, you to boy. Pr- protect me. Oh, boy. I don't need no white males protecting me. Oh, boy. We're, we're back on the Bree train all over again. What the fuck was that? Oh my god! What the? Oh my! <laughs> did you? Did you not put away the pot? Oh, I'm just kidding. Hang on, hang on. All right, all right. Now it's all right. We're good. We're good. No worries. <laughs> just driving by. I, yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh, next. Next bit of news. Yeah. Um. Well, I, I did want to bring up two things. We kind of brought up uh, uh, Shazam, and we brought up Captain Marvel. So sure. Quick bit of Captain Marvel news. She has surpassed 750 worldwide i saw that so actually she's nearing 800 now so i I think it's a pretty safe bet she's going to hit a billion sure which is really weird to me you were talking about the idea of like dc thinking like oh this is good enough that's my fear with marvel right now because i thought ant-man and wasp was a letdown okay and i felt like this was a waste of potential sure so i'm kind of sitting here and i'm like okay you guys really need to start upping your game. Like if it's not the Russos or Taika or Gunn, I'm a little bit more iffy on you guys now. Because They've got to be like cognizant of the fact that this is Avengers shit, though. Right. They're getting they're riding the Avengers wave. I hope that they are. I think I mean, they are. They tend There's to be, no way they're not. They tend to be smart. So, yeah, I, I, I think you're right. I hope you're right. I mean, they didn't stop anyone from believing that like Captain Marvel was like a big movie to see that's going to tie into the next Avengers, even though it wasn't really. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody came out and said anything like, well, you know, just temper your expectations. This is not an Avengers movie. You know, this isn't, you know, well, Mm -hmm. why would they? Right. I guess that would be, you know, I think they know. Right. And then the other thing was... What the fuck, man? What is that? Well, that that was me screaming. Oh, okay. About this new news. Shazam <laughs> is only going to get, uh, I believe they're projecting a 40 million opening weekend for the US, which is, that is, that's pretty low. Like for a superhero. <laughs> that's <laughs> that too Zach- low. I, that really <laughs> scared me. I'm is, sorry. Was that Zachary Levi? I. Th- that was you? That again? was me. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. There, it's that really scares me. <laughs> I mean, that is really low for a superhero movie, right? So I don't know what's going on, but they did predict that Captain Marvel was going to open at like 120, and that did 150. So we might see a 30, 40 million swing on this one. Sure. Yeah. Well, I did see that Us is uh, has surpassed um, Get Out for advanced ticket sales. Oh, shit. So that made like 30 something million in its opening weekend domestic. Okay. Uh, So us is going to make more than that. Probably. Probably. I mean, that's the problem with like advanced ticket sales records is like more and more people are buying tickets advanced. That's true. So it's really tough. Like, you know, I know Avengers is going to we're going to see that calling it. We're going to see Avengers breaks the record, blah, blah, blah. That doesn't mean it's going to beat Infinity Wars opening weekend. I think it will, but it. That is God, not. That's going to be a tough one. I think it will. I do. I, I think this is this is going to have a real finale. It's going to have a real ending, and it's going to have like it's going to be a cathartic moment. You're going to have happiness. It's going to be bittersweet, and people love bittersweet. I hope endings. everyone dies. I hope it's just bitter. <laughs> hope it's just pure bitterness. It's just a sour patch kid here. Yep. Bring on the Fantastic Four. <laughs> 
The Avengers are dead. Long live the Fantastic Four. Dude, that just actually I just thought of something. So MCU gets Doctor Doom now, don't they? Oh, I'm pumped. Oh, by the way, there's a there's a director, I can't remember his name. He's actually working on a Doctor Doom movie. Oh, great. Like singular. I read the like what he was pitching it as and Kevin Feige. It sounded is, amazing. It sounds pretty good because like the idea is like he is like this dictator and he builds a wall around his. his oh, Jesus. Really? And, and <laughs> no, well, not not a wall. Sorry. A dome. It's a dome. <laughs> OK. And uh, there's a woman who comes in and kind of like is like the Vicky Vale of the thing. Like okay. she's a reporter from the outside. She's like the U.N. like sort of representative to his country. Sure. And she's the main character. And you follow her dealing with doom as this dictator doom's the best dude i'm pumped yeah he's just so great i hope it's now kevin Feige, they better nail his fucking design oh, though they will you know based on the fact how much those you last two fucked up they're going to get him right you do not need to do anything except for put what is in the comic on screen dude doom is great man yeah, he okay? looks amazing he looks amazing his story is amazing he tries to bring his dead mother back from hell he's pretty bad yeah he's iron man and dr strange mixed into one there you go fucking you fight them both he should he's the new thanos if he's not the new like overarching oh, you think, bill, you he think that's be. the move he better be i think that's it's either that or i'd like, be really excited if that was the case or they've got galactus now who, too who plays dr doom oh. who, who you cast okay I'll tell you my honest to God wish list, and they'll never do it because they've already cast him, but Mads Mickelson. Oh, that would be pretty good. It would be fucking amazing. Have they used Liam Neeson? <laughs> <laughs> I am Doom. Well, they could just call that guy who plays Ulrich in uh Dark. Yeah, they just could have him play him. Yeah, Mads is twin. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah i mean this this was like a huge huge week and we'll get to more of it for marvel and i know marvel shill yeah he is don't 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 be spreading that marvel shill on me people i uh i've been called a marvel shill because of associations with this guy really yes really yes i get dragged into the marvel shill category who's who's calling you who's that uh somebody online called marvel shill or called us marvel shills Mm. and i had to reply and say look Uh, look we've only got one of those here i'm not paid by disney yeah (laughs) I wish I was. Wouldn't that be great? That would just be so nice. Um, yeah, we don't have enough influence for them to bother paying us. Um, but yeah, you want to know what I, the sound that I made when I heard this news. Ah! That That's what everybody made around me when they saw me running through the streets naked. Oh, yeah. Well, I thought, James you were saying, Gunn. I thought you were saying you fell out of your chair. No, James Gunn is back. Oh, He's God. Back. The big, oh, of course. I hadn't even thought of this today. Oh. But yeah, you're the happiest man alive. I'm or so what? happy. Vindicated is the proper term. You know, like that one song from uh, the Spider-Man 2 soundtrack. vindicated well, vindicated or just like yeah you know what have your opinion maybe you don't think he's vindicated maybe you still think what he'd said was stupid and wrong but no. you shouldn't lose your job because people are offended exactly and, and he didn't bother to right. he didn't bother to 
stand up for it and defend it. He said I what I said was wrong. Yeah. What I did was wrong. Well, that was I wouldn't have even, I honestly I wouldn't have minded. I might have liked it better if like the apology is almost like the admission of guilt these days. It is, but if you feel bad about something, I don't think it's necessarily wrong. Yeah, but you don't know if that's the thing is you can't you can't like gauge sincerity. It would almost be better if somebody just said fucking nothing. Mm. I don't know. I it's a pro like we said we said at the time we were like this is a problem this whole digging things right. up, trying to get people fired based on old things that they said uh it's a problem well and he got fucked too because like i believe i said at the time it's like it's disney and you're talking about kids yeah but i'm glad they brought him back i'm I'm glad I'm glad all of those directors stood kind of by him. And yeah, everybody like, did. I'm, I'm well, not, they're the ones who know him, too. Yeah, I guess, you know, well, and they're like, I'm not going to take over. And right. you know, that was a, a, a great and classy move by all of these people. I don't think that they could have replaced him. The closest you'd get is Taika. And he's still different. Right. No, but uh, it's also interesting too. like, I don't it's just weird that it came out of nowhere. Yes. Yes. Just like uh, our new favorite segment. Tra- tra- trailer time. Well, it's before tra- trailer tra- time, I have a special bit of news. Oh, do you? So music related. Every time I start the theme song I for trailer it. time. Uh, <laughs> 7825, Are they coming to arrest me because I stopped trailer time? Oh, my God. That would okay. be fucking ridiculous. Okay, I'm getting a little tired of this, if I'm honest. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, it's almost like you hear it all the fucking time. It's weird. Uh, but anyways, one of my favorite bands, uh, Slipknot, mm. this week, uh, last late last week, there was an announcement that uh, a member of the band, Chris Fenn, he's the one who wears the long nose that uh, he like pretends to jerk off on yeah. stage. Mm-hmm. Really fun stage presence, you know, for the kids. For the, Yeah, talking um, about Disney. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> But anyways, so he was suing the band because he he claims that specifically the lead singer and the other percussionists that would be Corey and Sean, uh, lead singer Corey Taylor, Sean Crahan is the clown guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they kind of are like, quote unquote, the leaders of the band these days. They're right. the ones that are always out front. But anyways, he says that basically he was told that the money was all coming in and everybody had, you know their eyes on it everybody knew where it was coming but come Mm. to find out he thinks and this is all speculation Mm -hmm. he thinks that they had separate entities set up in separate states for like merchandise and shit and he wasn't Uh... seeing a portion of the money so he's apparently suing them so that came out late last week and then yesterday the news broke that they had shit canned him from the band oh and this is the class, most classless statement I've ever heard. I've been a, band, a f- fan of this band for 20 years. I've seen this guy on stage multiple times. Mm-hmm. This just sounds like shit to me. So this is their message. Slipknot's focus is on making album number six and our upcoming shows around the world our best ever. Chris Chris knows why he is no longer a part of Slipknot. We are disappointed that he chose to point fingers and manufacture claims rather than doing what was necessary to continue to be a part of Slipknot. We would have preferred he not take that path that he has, but evolution in all things is a necessary part of this life. Long live the knot. So you fucking have been in a band with this guy for two decades. Right. Whatever happened to like keeping shit behind closed doors? And I mm. understand he could have leaked to the press that he was suing them, whatever. 
And they removed this today. Okay. By the way. But it's just like you guys just you're supposed to be this badass metal band mm. and you look like a bunch of fucking petty pricks to me. Sounds like uh, standard band drama to me. We are disappointed that he chose to point fingers and manufacture claims. Not like we have parted ways. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's just it's fucked up to me. Uh, they're douchebags. Um but I still just paid them a bunch of money to go see them this summer, <laughs> and I will buy their album because I'm a Slipknot shill, shill. as it uh, were. There it is. But yeah, I don't know. I, sound off, people. Tell me if I'm wrong on this, but that just sounds... You Go fuck I yourselves. I, I don't know. I'm sitting here and I'm like... It, so, I'm, first time I'm hearing of this. Okay. Um, My take is, could have been a lot worse. I mean, it's not great, but... There's also a part of me that says, I don't care what genre of band you're in. That's true. You're still privy to the dramas of prima donnas and shit like that. And who knows what happened here? I mean, maybe he really did manufacture this shit. And maybe they're just pissed. Now, that's maybe- pr- that's what I think is like. I think they believe I think he probably believes he's slighted yeah. and they probably believe he's full of shit. Yeah. But my point is like. Wouldn't it be less metal to keep it professional? Wouldn't it be more metal to like be to like, why, fuck like, that to like, fucking yeah, guy? I don't know. It's like a fucking family member to those guys. That's at true. This point. Yeah, you're right. You, you know what you, I'm you, saying? You're not like, wrong. You're not wrong. You know, and this it's is going to happen eventually, though, is what, what is the old phrase? Uh, familiarity breeds contempt. Yeah, that's that's true. So, I mean, I, I mean, feel someday like I'm going to put a statement up on the website. Like this fucking I'm guy. Really, I he he decided to keep. Being a shill for Marvel. <laughs> we will not take that here. He is shit canned. The, the Goodbye. Guy, yeah. And I'll be like, Jackson doesn't seem to read my reviews on Ant-Man and Wasp. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good point. But no, I, I just thought it was douchey. I don't know. The, fucking. There's nine guys in the band. One of them's died. Right. Another one already got shit canned. Uh this one's getting shit canned. That's like, I, I suppose the fact that they were able to keep nine people together in a band as long as they did is probably pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. But I don't you, everyone just handle your fucking business. Like, I don't know. It's just fuck, fuck them. I, plus, Corey Taylor just seems like a prima donna douchebag to uh, me. Entirely possible. Um, I do think it's it's tough. Because I don't know how I like if I were in a band, I wouldn't know how to handle something like that just because it's like, OK, if you say nothing, then it's it doesn't look great. And I'm sure it's very tough to hear people say shit about you that you're like, that's not fucking true. Oh, I'm sure. You yeah, know, that's true. And so, I'm sure he's dealing with that now because right. Slipknot fans are all pissed. Right. Well, but my point is, I'm assuming there's like a legal aspect here that i don't know where they can't say this or that but my point is if that's the case then just say chris has left the band we will tell you more when we are legally able to do so Mm. period not hashtag keep it not he's a fucking asshole who you know i don't know what they should do is just do a live youtube session between him and one of the members and they can just fight it out you know you know what they what they should do. Talk Verbally. about YouTube. What they do it. What what they should do is is just. You ever seen these uh, videos? They're called uh, video essays on YouTube. Somebody talks about a topic and then just kind of go yeah, point by point. Yeah, there you go. Right. Yeah, they should both just do that with their points, just legally. 
save everybody a bunch of taxpayer money and to send deal. it to the judge. Yeah, and he send just it to decides. the judge, and he just watches them. Twenty minute video or less. Can't make your point in twenty minutes. You're done. Neither side gets to see the other side's videos. Yes, there you go. Yeah, they can publish them after. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Perfect. But yeah, that's it for news. All uh, right. uh, Trailer time. Trailer what, wait, heck, what the fuck is... Would they stop with that shit? <sighs> Who the fuck... I'm going to go look out the window. What the, what the fuck is that? What All is right. a code six? <laughs> what... <laughs> Oh my God! Okay. Anyway, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's trailer time. Tra- 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 trailer, trailer time. God, it just took all the air out of that trailer time. It did. It section. really ruined it. I do this live every week, people. <laughs> but yeah, okay. Trailers. What do we trailers. got? Trailers. We have so so many trailers this week. Just fantastic. How many trailers we got? Um, Doom Annihilation. Start with the greatest. It looks good, man. Oh, it doesn't I can't look wait. low budget at all. No, it doesn't look like it was like one of those uh, Sharknado movies that yeah. appears on sci-fi. Do you like those uh, all those named actors that are showing up in it? Yeah, I mean, you know, she's great. And I love the actor number three. He's my favorite. Yeah, the guy who looks like he was like a red shirt in the original Star Trek series. Hopefully they're all red shirts and they can die in this <laughs> <There you> movie. <laughs> Perfect. But yeah, uh, it looks terrible. Google it, people. I just heard about this. Yeah, it looks bad. It looks really bad. Apparently, I guess there's like a video that's saying like why everybody hates the trailer. And apparently it's got j- almost nearly as many views as the trailer itself. Well. Well, the, see, that makes no sense to me because it's you don't need to figure out why everybody hates the trailer. Just watch it. Right. It's a 15 minute video, too. Like, it's a 38 second trailer. People they made are passionate. 15... <laughs> People are passionate. Yeah, it looks fucking bad. It does. It does. Uh, let's see. What else do we got? We got Brightburn. We were going to bring that up last oh, week. Oh, yes. Yeah. The new trailer. Yeah. It goes even deeper into the Man of Steel copycat territory it looks awesome i I had a smile on my face watching this thing it looks great man it's almost insulting man of steel like it's putting it down you know it is i mean they really uh, they they really dealt with the Zack snyder uh color palettes that were chosen yeah perfect well and what's funny is like it's almost like a commentary because like Zack Snyder, how dour the mood of his films are fits into like this fucked up horror movie with a child who's killing everyone. Now, what I would like to see is a fan edit of this with the John Williams theme. Oh, playing over the whole trailer. That would be great. That would be great. The dichotomy would be strong. Where did they sneak in? Oh, that John Williams theme. They put it in that fucking Krypton show. Oh, 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 yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, and yeah. it was terrible. I never continued that one, by the way. Good. <laughs> Proud of you. I know you have a problem with letting things go. Well, Superman stuff, especially. But. Yeah. Well, Walking Dead. Yeah. Oh, Arrow. It's been a while. Flash. I got CW I gotta, shows. The Arrow final season coming. Ten episodes. Great. That's how long they should be. I've I've seen uh, three episodes. I will be finishing Arrow. Dude, the first two seasons of Arrow are fucking awesome, dude. 
I, I, I might the, check it out. I the, don't know. It's, dude, the second season with, uh, what's his name? Uh, Deathstroke. Yeah. Oh, it's good. I like it. Okay. I mean, it's fucking teeny it's, bopper it's drama shit. Yeah. yeah, but I liked it. It's why I dropped off on Flash. Was I was just like, there's just too much of this whole, like, let's meet at the well, cafe. it's 24 episodes, too. And you're right. Yeah, the same set scenes over and over you're at right the cafe and but talk anyway, about our continue. feelings we're brightburn it looks brightburn. good it looks it really looks really good. fun it looks really good uh i love seeing um oh god what's his name from the office oh uh the 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 roy fiance roy roy I yeah. love seeing roy again glad he's got some work um yeah looks good looks really good you know what'd be good uh is if there was a scene where he said the name's not boy it's roy it's roy why would Roy, that be great? Roy Munson. Oh, see, of course, my co-host still hasn't seen Kingpin. Yeah. Still hasn't seen it. Motherfucker. <laughs> God <laughs> damn it. Hate mail. Send it to me. I'll forward it to him, please. Cool. We'll read it on the air. <laughs> Couple of dudes at bordenannoyed.com. Do it. I want to hear this. <laughs> Uh, so we're going like, uh, we got a little bit of like a bad, good pattern going on. So let's go to bad Aladdin, the new full trailer. It, Gee, I want, do you know how I feel about it? It doesn't look good. It no. It, it, they've, you know what I hated about it though? What? Was the fact is they started playing like a whole new world near yes, the end. Yeah. And it's like, no, you don't get to do this. You're ruining you know, it. No, because that's what tricked me. Oh, because the song? that's what tricked me because the song kicked in. And I'm like, oh, yeah, but the songs are going to be there. And the songs like, are so great. Oh, this kid, they're going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> that's the that's the such a shitty thing, too. It's like, oh, it, it just is like this giant nostalgia play, but it looks like dog shit. It was the best trailer they've had yet, though. It was. I mean, at this point, though, I'm wondering, I, I don't know. I don't know, now, but I'm wondering if this is too little too late for a general movie going audience. Well, saying, well, the general movie, going, people are going to see this. Come I don't on. know. This had a big sort of backlash on like all of like the social medias. This people, is going to make money. Come on. It's going to a make money. ton of money. I'm, I'm thinking that this is going to make a little over half of what Lion King it's is going to make. It's going to get like a 75% on Rotten Tomatoes. Is that your prediction? Yes. I'm going to go with a 73. Oh, come on. You're playing fucking no, Price I, is Right with uh, me okay, here? Okay. No, okay. That was my honest to God real prediction. 75? I, I, because I don't think that this is going to get into... There's a there's a possibility it could get into the 60s. I don't see it going below 69, though. Like if I... Okay, I'll put a range. 69 to 73. That's, okay. what, I'm, that's what I'm predicting. All right. I'll do 75 and up. Okay. Okay. I don't see it doing that. You do seventy four and down. I do seventy five and up. Okay. Fine. All fine. right. Um, and I don't see it making anywhere near as much as Lion King. We'll see. Oh, well, the buzz on Lion King's the opposite. Everybody saw that trailer and nutted their fucking pants. Exactly. So, yeah. But it it does look kind of bad. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't. I don't know. I just I don't. We're gonna see it for the podcast. I don't want to see it. Oh, I want to see it. I don't. I mean I have to see it. It's Aladdin, right? You got to see it. Okay, right? it's like I, I, I'm biased. It's my favorite Disney movie. I love Aladdin as a character. I think he's one of the best protagonists they've ever had. And uh, yeah, I think they shit all over it. I'm not impressed with the Aladdin guy. I'm not impressed with Jasmine. I'm not impressed with Will Smith. You know what pisses me off? Hmm. 
is the fact that every time I like there's certain people where you insult the genie Will Smith thing, they're like, oh, it's fine that Will Smith plays the genie people. It's not that he's playing the genie. It's that they designed the genie as a blue guy with his face on it. They didn't create a genie character. Mm. It's it doesn't look right. It looks stupid. Like the genie didn't look like a human to me. He did have a little bit more of like a whimsical, like his lines were swooshing versus right. like, you know, you had like Aladdin who like you could kind of see his shoulder and that was defined. No, and this looks like a blue guy. Yeah. I do kind of wish they had made him a little bit more almost like misty kind of, you know, no, he looks like, like shit. They should have done something. Anything. Anything <laughs> would have been fine. I mean, you could have given him like a big cartoon head, like I, just made him look like the the genie from the original. Who gives a shit? His voice has changed. I just that's ha- it. I just hate the design. It's not even just the face. It's the busy ass fucking tattoos on him. The fucking jewelry everywhere. It's it's such a busy looking movie. What if they drew the original genie to look exactly like Robin Williams? That'd have been kind of weird. Yeah. You think? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that would have been odd. Anyway, yeah, Anyways. that's enough of that shit. Uh, Toy Story 4 trailer. Oh, yeah, it looks great. <laughs> it was, looks fun. What was that song? That Was that a Beach Boys song that they I played? don't know. I can't remember the song, but I like the whole plot of, like, you know, it looks like somebody just, some little kid creates this mm-hmm. stupid little toy and that doesn't think it's a toy. Yeah. And it's mad. And basically... You know, I'm they really have to capture it or yeah. save it or whatever. I'm really interested because, I mean, we all love the characters from Toy Story. Yes. Um, I'm really interested to see what the themes are in this movie. Well, I mean, because there's already there's like a creativity theme, right? There's a like, creativity yeah. theme, but there's also kind of like there's almost like a freedom angle. And the, you know, because like Bo Peep and her whole like. Oh, yeah, that looked cool, too. It looks great. Yeah, it like, does. <laughs> And then there's like, there are just certain shots where you're like, God, man, we have come so far in this CG animation. The shot where like he and Bo Peep are underneath a uh, a car. Yes. And it's raining. Oh, like just gorgeous. Just compare man. it to the first one, which looks like a cut scene in like a PlayStation 1 video game. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. It looks great. It looks great. Disney shills. Yeah. It's fucking here he is again. Yep. Even though I just got done shitting on another Disney property. Yeah. But then you're going to turn. You're going to turn. You got you to throw out one once in a while just to cover your tracks, you know? Yeah. Can't, yeah. That's what it is. You're going to see it. And you know, be like, Go see it for yourselves. It's, it's Occam's razor, people. You know, the thing that makes the most sense is probably sense. true. You know, Alex has to. He's you know, getting royalty checks, royalty from, checks from Disney every time he yes. says something good about them. Yep. And when he and, says something bad, he's playing the game. He's like, OK, well, I can give up, you know, the three cent check that they'll send me in the mail for this yeah. one. I'm playing the long game. Right. You guys have and figured me out. And he makes like out. a million a year off those three cent checks because yep. he's just. I just dress like a homeless man because I like the fashion. He's like, well, he's also like, uh, you know, he actually likes this stuff. He's like, if anybody ever saw the scene where uh, Randy uh, blows his load in front of the computer and it's just semen all over the room, <laughs> that's Alex when a new Avengers trailer drops. <laughs> Randy. Randy Marsh. Oh, right. Stan's dad. <laughs> sorry, sorry. South Park <laughs> reference. Yeah. Oh my God, the best character in South I Park. Love, by the way, I love that episode. Oh man, I can't even remember what was going on in that episode. 
but he's got my favorite moments he's got the whole the naggers thing uh from when he's playing uh, well, a bunch of naggers yeah, yeah. And then there's, and the, there's the, the one where he oh, sticks cap. his balls in yes. the microwave yes. to, yep. to so he can smoke pot legally yep yep <laughs> he's just the best <laughs> <laughs> just the best character but yeah enough enough of that enough of that and do you want to hear do you want to hear the sound that i made when this trailer came fuck yeah oh no what do we got the avengers Avengers endgame not my favorite trailer really no i think it looks great no it's a bland trailer no it's not i don't care about their fucking suits that they're gonna use to go into the little guy place I don't fucking care. They look like a bunch of dorks. They look great. The movie's going to be great, but the trailer wasn't that great. Everybody's overblowing this trailer. No. No, bullshit. Any trailer could have dropped, and if it has the gang, you're in. That's the whole point. The first trailer was better. The one where they showed you nothing, except for Tony being all cryptic. I That was a good trailer. I like this one just as much. But... It's one of those ones where when the trailer drops and you watch it, I am just so impressed that they are still hiding shit. You know, I, yeah, they already said that there's fake shit in the trailer that's not in the movie. Yeah. Like they admitted that. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking great. Um, I, I think it's also a smart trailer in that you kind of start everybody off with the uh, the flashbacks, the black and white flashbacks or black, white and red. Oh, yeah. That was lame. I thought it was a good idea because it. It's You're wasting smart. trailer time. Yes. It's smart, though, from a business sta- standpoint to remind people. Like when Tony goes like, God, it feels like a thousand years since I broke my way out of that. That's cave. how long it feels for the viewer. Yeah. Thank you for stealing my cliche. <laughs> thank you for stealing my cliche line. <laughs> yes, you do. But you feel it. You do because you. It does through feel shit. like it's been a while. You've been through shit with That's these true. guys. And it's a smart. I. It's a smart trailer decision to do that. You did waste time. I did feel that because I was kind of like, okay, where's the new footage? But I'm like, a, but I'm like a crackhead okay. for that shit. Okay, so what about people who haven't seen all these? Hopefully, they've seen one that they can connect to. And look, have that most feeling. of them are on Netflix. You can rent all of no, them. No, but I'm saying for the trailer. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, like that part of the trailer, that first like 25 seconds or whatever it is with the black and white scenes. Like, yeah, we've seen every one of these so mm-hmm. we're like oh that was the scene when this okay or whatever but your average joe who okay those 12 people can go fuck themselves who haven't 12 people 12 who, anyone people. who hasn't seen all 22 marvel movies <laughs> i'm not saying can all 22. go fuck themselves <laughs> i'm i'm what i'm saying is talk about a shill <laughs> jesus christ i'm talking about you we only had three movies that had clips in there well other than uh, infinity was four we had four movies in there who had clips was there a Captain America clip? Cap one, uh, you had Iron Man, and you had Thor one. Where's the Hulk one with like? You yeah, get it's that almost clip like that of was, Ed Norton in there. It was almost like it was the most unsuccessful of That's the. That's true. The the which yeah. is a shame, people. And also, it was co-produced with Universal. Yes, Universal. And they, and they don't want to do a Hulk movie because they don't want to play nice, which is just stupid on their part. Yeah, that but, is stupid. They're too busy making happy death day and happy death day to you. Well, they're making money hand over fist. I know, that's true. But I think a Hulk movie is guaranteed at this point, especially, dude, after Endgame, I think you got a real shot of Hulk making a billion. Here's a question. 
Mm. Could Universal say fuck you and make an Incredible Hulk sequel that's not tied to the MCU that's Edward Norton? I don't believe so. They wouldn't have the rights to do that? No, because I think it's a joint right issue. I think it's I think it's that Universal has to distribute. Okay. A, and Because that Marvel, would make me just fucking scream with joy if they did that. I would laugh so hard. That would be weird. Be amazing. <laughs> now, what if he has to do that over Alita? No, I take Alita. Okay. I want Alita. Yeah. 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 I want Alita. If I want Alita to continue, like Marvel, I know you're going to hate this. Mm. 20, this is the 23rd or 22nd. I can't remember. One of those. I mean, we're getting into James Bond territory. It took James Bond 50 years to get there. Yeah. Uh, I would rather have Marvel end and Alita go on. After Endgame. Yeah. I'd just rather have, you know I, what I'm I, saying? Like, I could probably be okay with that. I mean, it would be, but you wouldn't get an Alita twice a year. No. But. Well, the problem is, is that Marvel has a bajillion characters right. that you can latch onto. And you've it's basically true. got Alita and uh, Christopher, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Fucking, yeah. And Ed Norton. Yeah. the bad guy. And Edward. Yes. Yeah, so you got so, three. You know, you'd make like three Alita movies. Yeah. But yeah. Kill Marvel. Give me two Alita movies. Good. <laughs> I'm good. What, what an Alita shill we've got here. Hey, I will shill for Oh, my you. God. They're coming to get you, man. Well, Such a shill. That's because they were paid off by the Disney executives to bury Alita. So that the Disney, property that they now own. Yeah. Well, they wanted to pay ten dollars less for Fox <laughs> and they would have had to pay a little more if Alita was a success. They, it was friend, all it was all a conspiracy to take down Alita. You got a little Trumpy there. It was all a <laughs> conspiracy. It she's was a so witch. great. She's was so a, fantastic. She's got huge talent. The best. <laughs> All right. Can't can't have just a single fucking conversation without him making his way into the well, fucking hey, thing. Well, hey, you know, I didn't even right. think of it. I, I did. I did. Trump on the brain. Let's go to uh, fucking shit we watched. Uh, I probably watched half as much shit this week. Thank you. So, you know, I mean, I'm sorry that I take my job very seriously here. This is a job? It kind of is sometimes, isn't it? <laughs> there is a time where I'm like, I really don't want to edit well, yeah, and somebody didn't go to the theater this weekend. I didn't. Yeah, but I anyway. Didn't. Yeah, I watched oh seven things. Fucking But one hell. of them one of them I'm eliminating because we're gonna do an episode on it. All right. Uh yeah, so I watched this uh this is all this is four of these are um shutter shit again. Okay. Uh the first one I watched was Horror Noir. Which is a documentary about the history of black horror. Yeah. yeah. Which was good. Yeah, that had uh, like bits about Candyman in it, right? Yep, Candyman. Jordan Peele gets interviewed for it. A yeah. bunch of like like the like the black chick from like the craft was interviewed mm. in it. Okay. Uh the guy who played Kincaid in Nightmare on Elm Street uh three and four was okay. in it. And they're just talking to them about, you know, basically like how things changed over time between like, you know, fucking you you they were never they were never uh being interviewed for or trying out for the part of like the lead ever you know Mm, what i'm saying like the lead character was always like a blonde girl or whatever yeah but yeah it was interesting to hear their perspective i think some of it got a little bit like 
okay, come on. You know, you don't, this is your opinion, but you're coming at it from this angle and I can't understand that angle. So it doesn't like sit, it doesn't sound like it's a fact to me, but, but yes, very good. Worth a watch. I would say. Okay. Um, cool how they went through like i it made me start a list because they started talking about like movies from like the 60s and 70s like right. the, like i've never seen blackula for instance mm-hmm. like i want to watch that now okay um but yeah it was kind of interesting uh other than that i watched uh let's see i watched the show missions okay which is a french show mm. uh and it's about a mission to mars mm. and basically there's a race between these two like um these two like ceo type folks like uh what's the tesla guy's name again oh the spacex guy it's almost like somebody like him versus like somebody who would be like a ceo of google or whatever right and they're kind of greedy and full themselves want to get there first but uh one of the missions you follow the crew get to know the whole crew or whatever and they get there and there's this like russian astronaut who died in like the 60s like on upon re-entry to earth who's there already okay um and yeah it's kind of a little creepy little you know, a little sci-fi stuff. There's mm-hmm. kind of a neat ending to the first season. 20-minute mm-hmm. episodes. 10 20-minute episodes. Okay. Uh, interesting little show. I'd give it like a B. All right. It's not like great, you know. Uh, but considering I looked like they probably didn't spend much on it. You know, they did the Mars thing where they just like go out in the desert and kind of die the film. Like the red. original Star Trek? Yeah, kind of, but not that bad. I mean, we've come a long way. I'll, I'll you take can the, do that on this laptop here yeah, easily. Yep. Right. Yep. But yeah, it was uh, pretty good. But anything you watched? Yeah, I'm going to start with. Uh, yeah, we're probably going to have to do. Uh, you do two things. Uh-oh. I do one because yeah. I didn't. Hey, that's I didn't the watch, new fucking thing. I didn't watch too much. Well, got some. I got a new job. It's kind of changed everything around for us here. I suppose that's true. But um, yeah, so I watched uh, Love, Death, and Robots, which is an anthology series on like Netflix. 18 episodes? Uh, yeah, I think 18 okay, episodes. Okay, so, never mind. so you watched a lot. No, I didn't watch all of them. Okay. I, How I only, is it, by the way? Uh, I mean, obviously, it depends episode to episode. Okay. Uh, let's see. I watched, I started watching the first one, and it felt very try hard. It was kind of like the Arkham uh the arkham video games okay uh very much like that monsters that people psychically link with to do battle uh everybody's got a cockney accent it's it's it was way too try hard and just not good then i watched one about yogurt taking over the world okay that sounds interesting. sentient yogurt uh that was pretty great <laughs> um i watched one about three robots who go th- uh, on a vacation through post-apocalyptic Earth, studying human, like the remains of human civilization. Okay. Um, that was pretty funny. Nice little enjoyable little bit. And I watched one that was like a hand-drawn animation one. A uh, little anime-esque style to it. Sure. Um, about, um, it's kind of steampunky. Uh, England comes to China and they sort of like redo everything. It's kind of like if England came to China and then all of a sudden in a matter of like 10 years advanced beyond our technological capabilities. Okay. But there's a woman in it. Who's a, uh, a, a Fox spirit who can turn into a human. Um, and, uh, some things happen to her and, uh, yeah, it's a, that was a really good one. Um, 
Yeah, overall, it's really good. I'm really enjoying it. You know, it's funny, though. You bring up why I think I have some trouble with some of those shows is like when you don't when you don't know the quality of the next thing you're going to watch. You might not like watch it, yeah. you know, I like you'll on, get, you get burned out because you'll like see a really good one. And then you'll see a couple that are like, just okay. Yeah. And you don't need to watch the next one to know like what happens because yep. they're all self-contained things. You watch what all you have to do is read the synopsis and watch the ones that interest you. Okay. Which is nice. Like, that's why I checked out the yogurt one. It was six minutes. I'm like, okay, this could be. Oh, they're that short. Some, some of, them. of them are six minutes. Uh, the, the other one was uh, 18 or 19 minutes. Okay. But none of them are super long. Long. No, no, no. They're they're all little short. I'd call them they're little short films. Okay. The one with the uh, the fox spirit that felt like somebody had like a basically a full season of ideas for a TV show. Okay. And they crammed it into eighteen minutes. So in that regard, it could have it could have maybe been a little bit better, but it was really good. And I actually watched the shit out of a show based on that concept. It was really good. Sweet. So yeah, that's uh, one of the things I watched. All right. So now two for me. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so uh, the next two were movies. Um, the first one being a David Cronenberg movie Ooh. named Rabid. Rabid, okay. Rabid. So the plot of this <laughs> uh, is that a woman is riding on her boyfriend's motor- motorcycle, gets in a crash, and the, old, the closest place for medical help is a plastic surgery clinic. So she gets taken there and she gets like skin grafts with like a stem cell type thing. Okay. Um, And basically she turns into this like monster who needs to feed mm. and the monster part of her, like she's this hottie. She was played by an ex porn star as a matter of fact. Oh, she like gets close to men and then she hugs them or whatever. And this like, butthole vaginal <laughs> opening thing from her armpit opens and this little thing comes out and hits the people and sucks the blood out of them. Oh, crow. And then they, that's just the beginning. Uh, that's just the beginning. I imagine so. so. They don't die. They turn rabid and mm. they like are wandering the streets, like foaming at the mouth. So like they're trying like to zombies. bite other people. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, it's actually not bad. It was kind of it was kind of entertaining. Was there some sort of like deep political message about the vagina and the power of making well, yeah, men there, rabid? That's all, yeah, it's Cronenberg. It's okay. all there, yeah. you know. But uh, it's interesting. I watched it as part of that Joe Bob Briggs show, the oh, right. movie yeah. host guy, and he kind of goes into like he was talking about Cronenberg, and apparently one of his things was he didn't like supernatural horror. So oh. like if you think about like the fly and shit, there's scientific. always like a scientific, which is kind of interesting. It's kind true. of neat. I th- that is interesting. It makes sense though. I mean, he was like an atheist who was like against, like, it's not believable to have it be. I guess that, I guess that, that makes sense to me. It's kind of right. like the idea of like, you can explain it. You can explain yeah, it. Yeah, there is a scientific bullshit explanation for it. And it's funny because I watched it with my buddy who's a neurologist. And uh, when they did the whole skin graft thing, he kind of goes into this little explanation of what they're doing. And I looked over at him and I'm like, because whenever he's with me, when I watch a movie, mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, so, you know. Is this right? And he was like, actually... It really isn't that bad. Basically, he's like considering the time that it was when they made this, like what he's talking about is stem cells because they didn't use stem cells. as like yeah. in the movie. Yeah. But like, that's what they were talking about. So so the movie, I'm going to say I'm going to say it holds up under scrutiny scientifically. 
It wow. all makes sense. Yeah, just like you know, vaginal openings in the armpits and the creatures. Yeah, if only you'd seen some of the women I dated. The other one I watched. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> that was pretty good actually. Yeah. Uh, the other one I watched uh, is a cult classic that I had heard of much about uh-huh. and never seen. Okay, uh, Sleepaway Camp. Sleepaway. You heard of this? Okay, no. Uh, so I can't tell you too much about this one, and maybe you should give this one a watch just because of the ending and the implications of said ending, and okay. it's a mind fuck, the okay. ending, but it's a cheesy, like, Friday the 13th ripoff. Okay. Uh, basically, the plot is, movie starts with this dad who's boating with his kids, the, they fall out of the boat, like the kids play a prank, they all fall out of the boat, mm-hmm. and this other boat comes and kills kills the the brother and the dad okay so the girl's the only one left pick up like eight years later she's being raised by her aunt okay and the aunt sends her and her son so their cousins off to this camp weird deaths start happening at the camp and all the kills in this are like oh it could have been an accident Um. like one person gets pushed into like a pot that's for like boiling crabs or something another person like gets a beehive thrown in on them and they're allergic to bees they're like in the bathroom whatever um yeah so it follows this girl and she doesn't really speak much like she talks a little bit in the movie but she's kind of quiet and then her cousin's like always trying to be protective and everybody's bullying the little girl or whatever and it seems obvious like what's gonna happen Mm -hmm. like but it does have a twist to it that's pretty fucking good and it's one of those twists that like like and and i'm I'm, i'd be interested in you watching this because now that i'm saying this i'd be interested if you pick up on it but it's one of those where there's it's paying off all these little breadcrumbs that were laid. Mm. And the whole time you're watching it, you're just like, this is just a terrible, like, 80s cheese fest. Uh-huh. But then the ending was like, it 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 totally redeems itself, like in Dumb and Dumber. Wow. You know? He, it, that's a that's a that's it, a big statement to it make. It did. I was I bought it immediately. Okay. Like I watched it for free streaming and I was like, okay, is there like a good Blu-ray of this? Cause I need special features. I want to own this. Cause I want to watch it again. Okay. Uh, the fiance thought it was terrible and went to sleep mm. like 10 minutes into it. One of the first scenes, they're all coming into camp mm-hmm. and there's like this creepy cook guy and he's standing around with the other like dudes who work at the camp. Yeah. And he says something along the lines of like, oh yeah, like he's all turned on by all the like 14 year old girls entering the camp. And he's like, wow. Oh yeah. We used to call them little baldies. Little baldies. Cause they don't, cause they don't have pubic hair. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought he like wanted to shave their heads no, or something. We, oh, okay. Yeah, they're you know they're the best. Like oh yeah, we used to call them little baldies. And the other guys are just like <laughs> Hank. Like what are you doing, Hank? <laughs> Rape. <laughs> yeah. Rape. So uh. so yeah. So that was like at the beginning of the movie, and I'm like, oh, this is gonna be something else. And it was. It really was. Different time. It really was something else. Um, but yeah. What's your next? Uh, I think we both started this. Um, sadly, uh, pretty pretty disappointed. New season of Arrested Development. Oh my god! I turned it on and I could not believe what I was watching. And I should have known because I actually I didn't even get to the new ones. Yeah, you, I'm like on the ass end of the last ones, but it's the yeah, same thing. It's yeah. the same fucking problem. It's the problem of 
basically ever since Netflix has taken it over, it's gotten worse and worse and worse uh, to the point where I just don't think I'm going to continue with the show. No, um, it's terrible. And I, I've got it's embarrassing, some, really. I've, I've got some theories as to why it's gotten so bad. Um, part of it is like it has become tiresome to watch these characters do the same thing every single season and never like, okay. Jason Bateman's character used to be a pretty normal guy. He was kind of your straight man. Now he's just kind of like, he's just as incompetent as his family, but in like different ways. And, and, uh, and Michael Sarah's character, there was always the hope that like he and maybe, would turn out different than their parents. No, they're but, awful. But they're awful people. They've actually gotten to the point where they're just as bad as their parents, just in different ways. And I understand that that's the point of the show. It's the idea of arrested development, you know? Yeah, right. But at some point, that becomes frustrating. You know what else is frustrating? What? When literally every scene is built around a misunderstanding. Yes. Every scene. Yes, that's 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 a writing, yeah. That's a big problem. Also the problem is is that like you didn't have there was a full season where almost none of them were in scenes together. Right. Yeah, something's broken there. Uh, they're, they're all doing different shit, aren't yeah, they? Yeah. Yeah, and you've I feel like you have too many characters now cuz like I'm tired of seeing Oscar. I'm just tired of Oscar. As a yeah, character. that's true. Oscar should have been like a one note thing that yeah. was done with in like three episodes and, like 10 years ago. And it can still make you laugh from time to time. And there's a there's a really, really funny, disturbing idea, which is, um, oh, God, uh, 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 Tart. What's his name? Anistart? A new start? The actor. Oh, I forget his name. No, me too. But uh, everybody knows, if you watch the show, you know who I'm talking about. He's got two actors who are pretending to be part of his family, and he's hiding them. And he's basically almost kidnapped and brainwashed them in this season, which is actually... David Cross. David Cross, yeah. Surprisingly funny bit, but still a, a really weak episode, or really, really weak couple of episodes. I only watched two. And the last thing I'll say about it is the fact that whoever is the sound design person on this show should be fired immediately. Oh, well, maybe they should be arrested. Oh, here they come. Good. Not that I'm... First time I've heard that sound tonight where it's... Where it's actually like a calming sound. Just. Um, But yeah, the fact that like just about everything in this is ADR'd and it is so incredibly obvious. I turned it on after you texted me that. Yeah. And the first episode I watched had um uh uh the Jurassic Park Ron Howard's daughter, uh uh shit, what's her name? Bryce Dallas Howard. Bryce Dallas Howard. And there was a scene where he was talking to her and the camera went behind her. Yeah. And it's like it sounds like you're recording her dialogue from a different planet. Yeah. It's not matching her head movements at yep. all. Yep. And this'll work right into the lazy filmmaking thing yeah. we were talking about. Because someone just doesn't care. Yeah. Oh, it's it's okay. I have two instances, both within five minutes of each. Well, I think five minutes, 15 minutes. I don't know. I started in a get, single episode in a single episode. Okay. I started playing on my phone. That's just, that's just what happens yep, when that's Netflix, always bad. Yeah. So Michael, Sarah, Rebel Wilson, they're in a car together. They Rebel may, Wilson shows up. She shows up in the show. Yeah. OK, that lets me know exactly where you are in the show because she hasn't shown up yet. And uh, 
And uh, that is that is um, that's the redhead, right? Rebel. No, Wh- Rebel Wilson's the blonde from like uh, from. Uh, oh no 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 no! Rebel is the name of Rebel Howard. Rebel Howard. Rebels. Yes. Rebels. The character's yes. name yeah. played by the girl from Wedding oh, Crashers. Isla Fisher. Yes, Isla Fisher. Yeah, yeah, it was like Rebel Wilson. Yeah, uh, my bad, my bad. <laughs> really <laughs> fucked that up. Um, so she she is in a car with Michael Sarah. And uh, they cut to Michael every time she talks and they cut to her every time he talks and they're not moving their heads in sort of ways that clearly they just recorded the entire conversation. Oh, and then 15 minutes later, uh, George Sr. and Oscar are in a scene together and they're kind of in like dressing rooms, but they're in those dressing rooms where you can kind of like look over and see like, you know, they framed it so that uh, Oscar had his mouth and the bottom part of his nose covered. Like they the whole- framed it so that they could ADR it later. Ooh. That means it's not just the the he, audio guy. It's also the director planning on the audio being shitty enough yeah, that they, they need knew, to replace they it. They knew what they were doing. That's fucking terrible. Yeah. It, well, the whole show is terrible. I, can't, I mean, it I is mean, terrible. The writing is getting worse. The characters are becoming more annoying. But that kind of shit, that should not be happening. Yeah, that's bad. That's like your average viewer would notice it's so bad. Yes. Like yes. people who aren't looking for that shit. Shit made me mad. Um, I will end my shit we watched here with a couple theater viewings. Yay! Yeah, so the first thing, or the second thing I saw, but the first thing I'm going to talk about, because fuck everyone, um, was Birds of Passage, which is a Colombian movie about the beginning of the Colombian drug trade. And it is... Nothing like your average, like, drug trafficking movie. Oh. I mean, it is dark. It's fucked up. There's none of, like, the cool hip music. Like, there's nothing about it that says, like, oh, this looks cool. Okay. Like all those fucking movies do. Oh, like like Blow or whatever? Yeah, like Blow. Okay. Uh, but basically, it follows this these two families. Um, there's a girl. It's The movie starts with this girl who's, like, coming of age, doing some ritual, some, like, you know... Uh, native ritual for whatever tribe or whatever they would call them. Uh, But she's, she's like, she has to be wedded off to some husband and Mm. some guy from this other family. Um, He, she, basically the mother of the girls, like I need 30 goats, 20 cows and like six necklaces or whatever. And she's putting this out there as like, Oh, he'll never be able to get this. This guy's not good enough. Mm -hmm. So they happen to run into like some white American people who are trying to find pot like tons of pot oh and that's that then they he goes to his uncle or whatever and says hey you know i know we usually buy coffee but now do you have pot (laughs) and that's how the trade starts okay and then he gets the items and marries the girl so there's the family that like supplies the marijuana and then there's the family with the girl who is married off and shit does not go so well hmm. between these two groups, and it's fucked. I like, see. See, I thought that things would work out swimmingly and everybody would ooh, get along. No, it's crazy. It's like you almost see like the decay of their culture and what, like in this small. It's not like this big movie about all of Colombia. Right. You know, it's not like like a Narcos or something. Right. Or, yeah. It's just about like taking these just these two groups. Mm. And the way it decimates them, you can see how it just turned into this thing where chaos has taken over, you know, 
And it was really good, man. Really good. This movie was funded by the D.A.R.E. program. (laughs) Well, what's funny is like there's no like drug use in it. You don't really Mm. see much of the pot. It's there's none of the scenes where like the cool hip white guy comes and like picks up the marijuana and like Mm. you see him fly back to the U.S. It never shows the U.S. ever. Mm. It only shows what's happening with these two groups. Okay. We're talking about drug trafficking cliches and tropes. Yes. Is there a man with uh, who's a white man who's very tan, uh, has very nice hair, sunglasses, wears his shirt, probably a little too unbuttoned. Couple buttons unbuttoned. Yeah. Is there uh, maybe a white suit? Is there a guy like that? No. Wow. No, it's, this and really it's is a trailblazer. And it's funny because I had heard this was compared to The Godfather, and I was like, no way. But it has like its Godfather-esque thing with like family and shit. Uh. And The Godfather wasn't really one of those tropey movies either. Like, no. it was almost before that happened. Like, I think Blow, that's one of the ones I think. Yeah. Even like the Tom Cruise one that came yeah, out a couple yeah. years ago, that's yep. kind of that, where it's like... They, the Godfather never really tries to be like Scarface, which Scarface, everybody loves Scarface because yeah. it looks so cool. Yeah. But it's like he's a piece of shit. He is a piece of shit. You know what shit. I mean? And there's a reason that he dies alone. Correct. And I mean, people idolize him. Yeah. That is not what this movie is. How you got the scar from eating pussy, mate? Right. Yeah. Nobody wants to be the characters in this movie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I appreciated that. Um, that's That would be a, a, I'm gonna, a minus, okay. I guess. Um Captive State. Okay. The uh the new film from the uh planet the the rise of the planet of the apes guy, not to be confused with the dawn or the war of the planet okay, of the apes guy. Okay, just so if you didn't follow along with that series, uh that was the first one. Yes, the first one was Rise, and it was directed by Rupert Wyatt, who made this movie. Okay. This movie's a disaster. Is it? Oh, it sucked. So is it in the running? With uh, uh, replicas for worst of the year. No. Okay. No, but but replicas is more enjoyable. Whoa, I find, whoa. It was so, like, replicas had that, like, it's so bad, it's good thing going for it. It, it did for a while. Yeah, kind yeah, This mostly. is like, bring a fucking pillow to the movie mm. because it's boring. Um, it hits you over the fucking head with its constant like allegories and metaphors and shit. Mm. It almost feels like it doesn't understand the metaphors that it's trying to. to oh no! Let me just well, so so the fir- one of the first scenes of the movie mm. like is actually pretty cool. It's like twenty years ago or whatever, and it's these two kids with their parents, and mm. they're trying to get out of Chicago before the city is closed off. Because the plot of this movie, like the concept. is is great aliens have come to the planet and it's not like they're just out annihilating everything mm-hmm. they have basically taken over and humans are being used as like their their puppets to like uh to to get all the resources and shit okay so so it's almost like camps have been set up oh. like they they own like they take certain sections and section them off it's 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 supposed to be a big like colonization imperialistic say, message yeah um yeah, that's fine. Whatever. That's cool. I'm good with that. The entire Earth has been colonized Correct. by aliens and yes. we're all slaves, basically. Right. Kind of. Okay. Yeah. And and we've been tricked into believing like, oh, this is better for us because there's peace now and whatever right. and this and that, and, you know, whatever. But anyway, so just to describe like 
one thing that happens in this. Mm-hmm. So there's a, like the, the whole thing is John Goodman uh, was the buddy cop, like partner of the dad of this family that was trying to escape and the parents were killed. Mm-hmm. He was a detective. The dad was escape the camps? Chicago before they oh, closed the, before off they Chicago. Closed. Okay. Okay. <sighs> so basically he's trying to keep tabs on the guy's kids. One of the kids is dead and the other one's still alive. Whatever. Um, there's a boat and they need gas for it. The kid who's alive and his buddy. And, uh, so the kid needs money to get the gas. Mm -hmm. So he like is in like, he's kind of a runner for like this criminal underground, like insurgency operation. Like he's not with what, what they're trying to do, but he'll, he'll take payments to do like their bidding. Okay. So he's at work and this girl comes up and gives him this slip of paper that has something. Oh no. Gives him a, uh, a cigarette paper that he rolls a cigarette with, but it's got writing in it. He takes the paper into this like zone. Oh, first he puts on this neck thing. Cause they all have a bug in their neck. So the aliens know where they are mm. and the authorities know where they are at all times, but he puts this thing on his neck. So it can't find him. Okay. Goes like into this old section. There was once an uprising and like there was a mass casualties, whatever mm-hmm. goes in there and he meets and I'm going to spoil spoilers, spoilers, not that anyone should fucking care, mm. but his brother is alive. He meets him there, gives him the paper Oh, he meets him there. First thing he does when he get there, gets there is take the thing off his neck. Okay. No idea why he did that. Just to set up a scene where people know where he is and there's like a chase or whatever. Oh, geez. So he gives the paper. And you guys listening that saw this can correct me if I'm wrong. He gives the paper to the brother. They have their scene where it's like, I thought you were dead, man. You know, whatever. Emotional. The, the brother takes the, the paper and hmm. puts it in a carrier pigeon which then takes the paper to another guy who uses it as a code to like debug these other people. Like basically there's like whole parts of this movie that are there as like a, Oh, we need like filler shit. Like we need exciting shit to happen. Why the fuck can't the carrier pigeon just take the fucking piece of paper from the first person who has it? It's like shit like that. And like, you'll go 15, 20 minutes through that. And then, and then you find out all these characters are like in the waiting room. They, they all know each other. So like, why weren't they just meeting and giving each other this stuff? What was the whole running thing? And then, and then there's, and it's fine. Forgive me people. It's been a few days since I've seen this, but then there's a twist at the end. Okay. Um, that I think you would have to be mild. You'd have to be mildly, uh, uh, the R word. You'd have to be mildly mentally handicapped to not pick up on the twist. Okay. Should I just spoil the twist? I don't care. Okay. People listening. This sounds bad. This sounds bad. John Goodman has been like playing the cop who's trying to get the kids to not like join this uprising because it's dangerous. And he was told to look, he was told to like look out for the family or whatever, but come to find out, John Goodman has been like the top guy of this insurgency the entire movie. Whoa. But what doesn't work about it is he's got all these pawns in this game that are out like running, running this operation for him and Vera Farminga, who's mm. also in this. I love those two, by the way, John mm. Goodman and Vera Farminga. But anyways, all of those characters are out of the loop. 
every character you've like been supposed to care about this entire time was just an idiot. And that's the only reason this plan worked was because John Goodman fooled the kid into like doing like, like, Oh, I'm going to pretend I'm mad about this. Say the kid was like, you know what, Mr. Goodman, you're right. Like I shouldn't be involved in this. <laughs> like you're right. Because every time John Goodman sees him, it's like, you know, you gotta just be, safe blah 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 blah. if one time that got through to the kid this movie is over their Hmm. plan doesn't succeed sounds like a really bad script it was bad and it's so it's such a shame too because the idea was fantastic like Mm -hmm. i like the idea oh and some of the effects in this like there's spaceships they show once in a while it looks like something that you fucking did on like microsoft paint or something to me it looked awful there are there is a cool scene with these like hunter aliens Mm. that they like bring in when they need to find somebody okay where like everybody's waiting on a bus like they if the if the buses leave we're good Mm -hmm. and like oh you're you're like oh come on they're gonna get out they're gonna get out and then somebody rats and they stop the buses, very cliched. They stop the buses and the the predator dudes, I'm going to call them predators because that's kind of what they remind me of. Okay. They kind of like search the buses. But the problem is like you realize as you're watching this that like you don't give a fuck if any of these characters die because they mean nothing to you. It sounds boring. The actors are bad. This, yeah, this does sound boring. It, this sounds it's very boring. boring as fuck. It's terrible. It's terrible. I feel like the only people who could like this are like so ingrained in in like loving the political aspect Mm. of it so much that they're so like dug in on that, that that's why they like it. That's the only thing I can think of. Or my dad is one of these people, which is they love sci-fi so much that they will forgive a lot of shit. I mean, the greatest crime of a movie is being boring as fuck, right? I would say that's that's a that's a tough one. That's a tough one because uh, yeah, I think so. Because your main goal is to entertain. Everything else is kind of a nice secondary. Like, oh, you were thought provoking, cool. But did you entertain it? Well, that's just it too. Is like it didn't even try to be thought provoking right. because it was just beating you over the head with it. I mean, and there's a scene at the end like they're doing so much fracking down underneath that. The earthquakes are happening. Like that kind of shit where it's just like, come the fuck on. Are you even trying? I'll always take something where somebody is swinging for the fences and fails miserably (laughs) over something where it just feels very manufactured and and bland. Yeah, that's what it felt like. Well, and it's like it shouldn't be bland. Yeah. Like the plot is neat. Like, mm-hmm. the idea is neat. It shouldn't have been, like... Well, I, I always find this with certain sci-fi, and this is going to... We're going to eventually sort of get to our main topic, eventually. But I find with certain sci-fi that they sort of fall in love with their own concept to the point where they think it's just genius. Right. And they're up their own ass, and they forget how to make an interesting, well-made movie. Yeah, there was this movie was completely up its own ass. Yeah. This movie forgot about characters. Yep. It forgot about, like, the fact that those things need to be there and likable. Yep. The only two characters I liked were John Goodman and Vera Farminga. The rest of them are garbage. And how much is that you just like them as actors? 
A lot of it, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. But I mean, they were competent. They were good in their roles. Uh, like John Goodman was actually kind of an interesting character, I guess. But but they hit it so hard that there was like a secret there at the oh. beginning that like you knew he's that something text, was happening. He's getting text messages and he's hiding his no, phone. No, they literally, this is how they like set it up. Vera Farminga is like a whore. And John Goodman goes over there as like a, uh, you know, you're supposed to as think he's John. like a John. Right. Okay. And he's sitting there. He's like, I can't do this. You know, I can't do it. Not to whatever. my wife. I can't. Whatever. And and they like as he's on his way out, there's a picture on the wall and it's uh, the Trojan horse. And guess what? At the end of the movie. There's a scene that's just like the Trojan horse. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. I don't know if the audio picked that up, but I sighed heavily. <laughs> and like they, they and it's not just like briefly showing it. Like, I forget what they say about it. Like they say like out loud. They're like, oh, yeah. See that picture up there? Mm. So, yeah. You know, the Trojan horse, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, come on. Would have been better if they had just like. I don't know, gotten like Trojan condoms to like, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, to do their whole John do, thing. I, yeah, why not? Uh, well, and I just thought of that. Wasn't that kind of what they did in Independence Day too? The whole Trojan horse thing? Yep. Like, yeah. Yep. So, and, and Oblivion. They, and like, they, 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 they did that so, so much better too with the whole like, like, uh, 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 with a uh, Jeff Goldblum, where he's playing uh, a chess with his his father, and they kind of deal with the whole like you got to sacrifice this yep, to sure, get you know right. That was good. That was a, that was a much better setup for the idea. The father, of, yeah, the the horrible Jewish like stereotype who's just hilarious and great. You do. I mean, he is a stereotype. He, he he's they need funny. HBO. They call you. God, I really do like him. <laughs> I really do like him. That's a, that's a good fight. David. I don't care. It's it's like it's cheesy beyond fucking belief. It's like a belief. good bad movie. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but yeah. That, I'm coming home. The movie's fucking Captive State is garbage. I'm going to give it a D minus. Oh. It gets it gets a D minus because it tried. Do you want to know what I, it really I, tried? I looked over at my buddy when I when it ended and I looked over and I said, well, they tried. <laughs> So here's the thing. Here's where your grading system comes back to bite you. Okay. You gave replicas a D minus. Did I? I thought I gave it an F plus. Not. I thought you get. Well, you know, an what? F plus is better than a D minus. <laughs> wrap your head around that, people. All right. Well, let's. Let's just. Okay. That felt like forever hearing about that movie. Well, it, as the segue, yeah. the movie's over. Or we're just we're thank God the movie's over. Thank God. Thank God we're done talking about the movie. We're almost done talking about the movie because the way this came up tonight, this topic, this topic was that in this movie, there is a I believe it's three to four minute segment where you hear this. Three times. Oh, yeah. I was telling Jackson when he started telling me about this, I was like, okay, so they had this game for like Windows 95. It was a Spider-Man movie maker based on the 90s animated TV series. And you could take a little cop car and it would have a little audio, like the the lights would go on it. And you put that in your scene and it would do... 11825, code 6, 105 North Avenue, 52. 
that. Yes, and I also had that game. Yeah. Which means that every time I have heard that sound my entire life, I notice it. And yes. I remember it from that game. And it, and, it, and it boggles my fucking mind yeah. that they can't just have someone on a fucking radio just record a fucking unique like sound sound or code or whatever i mean do they, that's the that's the real like truly truly honest to god irritating thing is that you know okay watch this i'm gonna do this in post in the editing for this episode and i guarantee you it will take like 10 minutes for me to do yeah uh we got a, a real uh loser um code 1724 uh um, i have to go take a shit I could just do that. I could do that. I did that in 10 minutes. I well, guarantee you. Well, it makes you. you wonder, too, like a movie like that. I bet you this movie was just chock full of like the the soundboard Hollywood. Because it's like there's a name of the sound. I forget right. what the sound is actually tagged as. Right. But basically, the studios use, it's like clip art for sounds. Yeah, it's and, it's stock. It's stock sounds. Right. You can, so, you can buy them in bulk. So when someone enters a room, you'll hear... When someone uh, falls, falls off, off an cliff. edge. Yeah. Ah! And this one. I, uh, and it's funny because we, I was driving home from work tonight and mm-hmm. I was listening to uh, uh, Sirius XM Liquid Metal on the way home. And one of their like little, like, you know, yeah. Sirius XM Liquid Metal. Yeah, like yep. before that, they played the fucking cop thing. Yep. Why, why do you think they do this? This can't be, this can't be that they don't have the time or they don't have the money or are they really just like, well, we could put 30 seconds of effort into this, but our audience won't notice it anyway. So fuck it. Uh, I do think, (laughs) I mean, I I think we're getting to, okay. So basically the idea is lazy filmmaking. Right. So you're asking what is the origin of being this lazy? Yeah, like why why do you have to be this lazy? I think this is a little bit probably a byproduct of time constraints and people making movies cynically, not being invested in their own movies. And so it's a matter of like, okay, well, maybe it's not selling the fact that the cops are coming for them. We need an audio sound. So let's just throw in this stock one that everybody's heard a million times so people know that the cops are coming. I do think a part of that is you didn't trust your audience well enough to maybe they would understand the cops are coming. It's well, they even use that sound a lot in like documentaries. Yes, they use it all the time. That needs to go away like forever. Like the Wilhelm scream will. That's that's a classic to me. That's one that's it is lazy to use it. I still kind of love it most times. Well, I, I think hear a it. lot of times when they use that one, it's there as like an homage or as a yeah, joke. It's yes, exactly. Right. Whereas the door sound effect or the cop, um, that's usually a sign of laziness because those are things that can be easily recreated that don't have any sort of real sort of positive attachment to them in, in You're society. You're only annoying people who know they're there. Yeah. There is no, I hear that and I fucking, it's funny because now I start saying it as like when it kicks on. I'll yeah. Do, and sometimes like, like during this movie, I was like, oh, there's cop. Like I'm, I was waiting for the fucking thing. Yeah. And then boom, hear it. And then literally one after the other, I hear it again. And then I'm like, oh my God, they just used it twice. And then like two minutes later, I fucking heard it again. I could not believe it. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. It 
doesn't make any fucking sense to me. So we were talking lazy. So obviously there's something as easy as like shot reverse shot. You just have people yep. in a conversation. You don't do anything interesting. Uh, you end up with, you know, what they call like traditional coverage, which is uh, usually as the day starts, uh, you know, some people will start with their wide shot first, make sure they have all their coverage. And then they'll start doing like close ups later on in the day when filming. Sure. Um, so that's just a sign of laziness. You don't have any sort of like interesting shots planned. You're just kind of like, oh, here's our wide shot. Here's our two shot. Here's our reverse shot. There's a lot of we'll let the nerds in the in the other yes. room fix it later. Yes, that's exactly. George Lucas style. Yeah, that's also Arrested Development style, apparently. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're talking George Lucas style, which is the uh, get your lawn chair and hang out 20 yards so away. So fucking funny. Or, sorry, not 20 yards, like 100 yards yeah. away. And watch it on screens. Yeah. Maybe. He's got two cam he's got two cameras for the shot reverse shot, and he's got two big TV screens in front of him. Yeah. One with each shot, and that's what he fucking does. I mean, I could just list like the amount of like late like okay, the fact that, oh, we could build a model for this thing, but we just decided to throw up a green screen and just we'll do it in oh, post. Yeah, it's all green screen because then he doesn't have to do anything. Well, it's not just him. It's it's so many other things. Yeah, but you know, think about so many how hard other... some people have to work. Yes, that's what I'm, <laughs> that's but, the problem. And, and that's the problem is there's like a level of laziness on the sort of like you know what they would call like above the line talent because you're a computer generator. You're not above the like we have literally thousands of you watch an Avengers movie and stay right. for the credits. You see how many people do that. There's only one director. There's only one me. You're right. So I don't have to do it if I don't want. You know. There's, yeah. there's that. I mean, there's, yeah, that's a sign of laziness. The green screen thing, I would say. Uh, another one, um, like when they're trying to get a tone, so they just like dye the movie a certain color. Like yes. you get a lot of these like horror movies that are like bluish. Or, or they, they, they create a tone. So they just play a, like the music underneath. Oh like, yeah. Constantly. Like the 90s, like comedies. That's that's when you know you're watching a terrible comedy is when they got the boom ba doom boom 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 ba yep. da do and then horror what they do is they play loud noises. <laughs> oh fuck! I'm so scared by the, d- the loud, loud noise. noise. Yeah, the, guess what? That doesn't take any effort or creativity. Right. It's yeah, nuts. There's, it's there's that. Um, you know, sort of bleeding into almost, and we're gonna save this for another time, but uh, movie pet peeves. Yes. Uh, you know, laziness in movies obviously extends beyond the actual filming. It can it's go like a, right it's to the, the late. pet peeve for me. I can't stand R- what the sound effects well, or the, the breaking of like when you're a person who watches a lot of movies, like sound effects, whatever it right. is, there's things that happen that they completely break your immersion in the movie. Right. Like, you know, that it's not a movie made for you because. It's yeah. just not. You it's, know? Made, it's made for people who see very few movies right. because if they had, they would be as annoyed as you. Right. Because you're watching the movie and you hear 7825 code 6 105 North Avenue 52. Yeah. And you're instantly like, oh, there it is. Yep. Yep. I mean, but those are those are parts. What, like one of my big things is like, and this goes to the screenwriting aspect, but I hate it when somebody, there are two things that I, I just loathe at this point, which is. One character says to other characters, and usually like the alpha male leader character, the hero, uh, they go, let's go, let's go. But uh, but there was clearly only one action that people could do, which was like, let's go or hide or whatever. There's only one option. And so it's the idea of like, 
Look how stupid and ineffectual your other characters are, and look how much of a lead. It's 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 screenwriting 101 for its code for I'm the leader, look at me. And it's so incredibly lazy. I would agree. Uh, and then the other thing that I absolutely loathe is when somebody in like uh, like the climax of the movie, they're they're losing. Your hero is losing. And then they stand up and they say the message of the movie. The thing that they've learned. <laughs> To beat the villain, and then they beat the villain. Um, now it can be done well. I'm not saying it can't be, but the fact that, like, you know, it's always like, oh, I made this revelation, and now I beat it's, the villain. It's lazy because you didn't find any creative way of just doing this. Yeah, you had to make them literally say you it out wrote loud. Wrote it down on a piece of paper because right? you don't trust your audience enough to pick up on the message. That's, I would agree. That's annoying and really lazy writing. I have a question. Do you feel like lazy filmmaking is more of an epidemic now? Do you think that it's happening more frequently now? I think there's just way more movies. Yeah, I do think that. I, I think, think a lot of those of like Bloomhouse horror movies are okay. good examples of like the cheap movies that okay. stink mm-hmm. and they know they stink. There's a lot right. of laziness being shown there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you're, I mean, there might be. I mean, with... With the concept of being like, it's never been more important to make a shit ton of money on a movie. Yeah. You're going to cut corners, especially if you know your audience doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Well, especially in like you you brought up the realm of horror. That's really where you're going to see the most. I feel like the most corners cut there and probably a romantic comedy because they're both cheap. Yep. And if and they they've hit, got their target audience that they're going to get 30 million or whatever the fuck it is that they need to yeah. make off their 10 million dollar budget. Yes. Yeah. They don't give a shit. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's true. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't have an answer to it. I don't have the answer to are there more now? I think they should just take the t- take the extra few minutes of effort that it takes to actually just like record things or, Mm. or plan set designs. Like that's another one in TV shows. Uh, We were talking about arrow and those kind of shows where it's like, do you really need to use the same set over and over and over and over? And I get, I mean, I get it. Like sitcoms did that. Seinfeld did that. It's a cost. That's a cost, you know, controlling thing. Like they, they can't build new sets every time. They, They obviously can't go on set. Like, I give TV shows a lot more leeway than I do movies because they have a way smaller budget for way more time that they have to fill. Um, And TV shows don't necessarily become profitable, depending on what it is, until, you know, fourth, fifth, sixth season. Right. Uh, So that I do give it a little bit of leeway. But as far as movies, I don't know what the solution is to fixing lazy filmmaking is because – at the end of the day, it's it's a business. It's a business and you it's need true. to get it done on time. And and if you can't release the movie on time because you want more time to make these sound effects right, then fuck you. We'll find somebody else. We'll Josh Trank you. That could be true. You know? That's a good point. So I don't I don't know. But can Maybe- we please just kill 105 North Avenue 52? Please. Yes, that needs to can end. Can we kill the door creak sound? Can we get new door creaks? Make a million new Door Creek sounds to choose from. <laughs> Can we just not? I, okay. The very fact. Okay. It's extra lazy that they use the same Door Creek. Yes. But beyond that, I'm so tired of just Door Creeks in general. Because barely ever do doors creak like that. Yeah. Well, yeah. And it's just such 
it's movie code 101 for get ready to be scared yeah it's coming fuck you i'm done or just like yeah someone will walk into a room like the, it sounds like the western like old western movies when somebody would enter the bars like Ree! it's like okay oh man you talk about that i do love those old school sound effects for when like the dudes would walk in and you hear like the yeah clunk 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 with the yeah with why the spurs are those going? gone but these other ones aren't oh because because westerns are largely gone well, i'm just saying in general there's like obvious sounds that like sound effects that used to have to be used because yes. they couldn't pick up sound and those have stuck around but now we can get sounds like you can bring you can take uh and star wars is a bad example because they use the wilhelm scream all the time yeah but like they also come up with really creative unique sounds for different creatures and what their mouths sound like right. and what yeah. chewy sounds like i mean come up with fucking sounds <laughs> i mean we do have like foley artists and sound design artists for a reason so yeah hire them maybe i don't know they just work the board man they just pick the that's another question too is like is that go like are there enough sound effect you know libraries for these people to go into clearly they, not well <laughs> there's only one police okay. scanner sound apparently okay. is there is there the belief that there are enough that they just stop trying to hire Foley artists and they just know. start, you know, using I libraries. Know. I think that might be the case. That could be, but yeah. I don't know. It's it's garbage. It's garbage that we have this many lazy movies. Lazy being made. movies. Yep. But I think that might be the end of the episode. That is it. I think we're all very tired. And we will uh, let a door slam sound end this show, I would assume. The door slams shut on the lazy sure lazy episode or it could just be the cops coming for us again <laughs> goodbye people <laughs> we've been bored and annoyed now we're just tired <laughs>